back, another team profile and projection, and this time it is the Boston Red Sox. You guys voted them as the 21st ranked team going into the 2021 season. In the 2020 season, they went 24-36, and 36, which was on pace for a 65-win season. They gave up, I think, on average 6.2 home runs an inning last year. It was an ugly, unfun time. They get their manager back. Who else is coming back and who isn't coming back, Jake? Yeah, I mean, Alex Cora is coming to town. You might see that on the next Christmas holiday album. Jim, they lost... One, well, actually a couple familiar names. JBJ is still unsigned as we record this. Maybe he returns and everything is moot, and that would kind of eat bugs right now. Dustin Pedroia retired. Congrats, Petey, former MVP, short king of the world. Short king traded Andrew Benintendi going to the Kansas City Royals that brought some pieces back. And then Colin McHugh, who never actually pitched for them. A couple other pitchers. Robert Stock, friend of the family. Good Twitter follow. Who they added. Hunter Renfro, Joms Hunter Renfro, caught me a Marwin, Marwin Gonzalez, Garrett Richards, often hurt, often good, Adam Adovino, friend, Kike, Sex Pistol, Hernandez, Franchi Cordero came over in that Ben Tendi trade, Sawa Mora comes over from overseas, and Dreesy Ronaldo Hernandez, not too familiar, a lot of bodies, I don't know what it means, Trev. Man, the more and more I look at who Haim brought in, I kind of like it. Oh, Minus boy. trading away a generational talent in Mookie Betts. That's mm. kind of a big one, though. Flashback. But anyways, let's go over the lineup. How about that? Sound good? I mean, I'm going to uh, have you sub in real quick, Jake. Okay. When I get to the first base, okay? I need you to say this guy's name for you. First, hello. Oh, yeah. Catcher position, Christian Vasquez at first base. Jake, who we got? Oh, my God. Bobby Dahlback. Oh, my God. You say that. I love when it's you hot. say that. It brings me back right there. Oh. Bobby Dalback. Very impressive last year. Second base, newly acquired Kike Hernandez. He's in my book. No big deal. Shortstop, the X-Men. Xander still doing his thing. Third base, baby face, Rafael Devers. Left field, Franchi. We got Franchi Cordero. Nice. Manning that big green monster. And then in center field, from the Dodgers, acquired for Mookie Betts, Alex Verdugo. Right field, the Yankee killer, Hunter Renfro, mm. and a DH, our guy, J.D. Martinez. Big, big slugger, hoping to have a bounce back year. Jim, what's up with that rotation? Ooh. The rotation's where you get brought back to earth a little bit with the dot, with the Red Sox, because as you're saying all these names, you're like, damn, okay, yeah, damn, okay. And then it's like, all right, Erod's coming back from Helsker. Uh, very excited for him to come back. Avaldi. He's like their number two until some injuries get cleared up. Taking a risk on Garrett Richards, uh, that his health will will be there. His stuff has always been good. They bring back Martin Perez. Chris Sale's injured. He should return midseason. Tanner Hawk. Is that our early settler name? Hawk. Tanner Hawk. No, I don't nah. think Tanner, but I think his dad probably has yeah. it. We'll find out his dad's name. Nick Pavetta. Matt Andresi. In the bullpen, you got Matt Barnes. You got Adovino. Crooked Head Brazier and Darwinson Hernandez. Mm. His dad's name is Darren. Darren oh, Hawk. No, D-A-R-R-I-N. I don't think so. Jimmy's, I just, Jimmy's not a Darren guy. Well, I You're just, out on Darren. No, but, I just researched. Like Literally, we did the Darren O'Day yeah. player profile and projection, and Jake asked me if Darren was an early settler name, and I researched it, and no, Darren got popular in the 50s or something like that. So Yeah, Darren does not sound like an early no, settler. No, it's not. Hawk had a chance at the back end, but 
It's not there. That's Hawk. what the Red Sox are rolling out there. I've got a problem with the Red Sox. Here we go. As a Yankee fan, I like too many of the guys on this team. Oh, you too. Why? Why am I liking this like, Red Sox? You know, obviously, right. I like Ottavino. Yeah, I like Kike. Yeah, I like Verdugo. Yeah. Who else did I do I like? I'm rooting for Garrett Richards. Devers. Yeah, I don't mind Devers. Devers no. is fun. I like Devers. Well, yeah, Earth, I don't have like even Renfro's even Pedro- your guy. Um. You I like watching him play. You're entertaining. I like watching him play defense. I like Chad, watching him come play on. defense. What's that? Uh, an electric moment last year for Hunter Renfro. I think you're confusing people. Am I confusing him? You're confusing him with Brasso. Oh, my God, I am. Yeah. I was giving him all the credit, like, all yeah. offseason in my head. <laughs> I was. Well, uh, I wondered why you said Yankee yeah. killer, because Hunter Renfro yeah, no. couldn't hit a curveball. So my bad. I, yeah, Brasso. Who, who follows me on Twitter, so I apologize for that. Okay. Ad. <laughs> for what? What's Trevor's the ad? Twitter. Oh, okay. It's the ad for Trevor's, Trevor's Twitter. Twitter. Yeah. Oh, go ahead and follow. The Red Sox can yeah, finish. It hurts. I think the Red Sox can finish third place. I think Ooh. that they could be in a wild card hunt. We've talked about this. For anyone that doesn't listen to the full episodes or you're just picking this up, I'll share my stance on the Red Sox team this year Done. right away. I think they're in a fantastic position. I think it's somewhat relatable to the 2017 Yankees where – you know, you got some guys that you brought over. You're ready to flip them at the deadline if things don't get right. But if somehow this team has a hell of an April and a hell of a May, and you're like, oh, wait, then I think Heim may sprinkle some ads and you have a fun season. I think they're perfect where if you're not good, you didn't need to be. The plan isn't to be amazing this year, and you can make some moves to sprinkle. But I do think they still have enough talent, especially in the lineup, in the infield, to like maybe make a push. That 2017 Yankees team, if they didn't have like a 700 winning percentage in April, they would have traded everyone by the deadline. But instead they went for it. They found themselves a game away from the World Series. It's not an exact comparison, but I think as Red Sox fans, you're kind of in a state of, yeah, let's just throw the dice and fucking who cares either way. Yeah, I think the Yanks had a few more young bodies that year that were kind of coin flippy. I I think this is where... Things do get exciting for the Red Sox. And, hey, let's be honest. We try to keep ourselves in check. We are Yankee fans. We admit that. So Red Sox fans, call us out or don't call us out and say, wow, you guys did a great job. Yeah, you um, guys know more than us, and this is Talking Baseball presented by DraftKings. Bang. Actual ad. Um, <laughs> here's what I'll say. I like doing turkey math, Trev. Turkey math, definition. Kind of putting things together that make sense but maybe don't make sense. If you're the Red Sox, you can say this. We're getting Erod back. That guy's been a staple for us. That guy's a big war pitcher when he's doing it right. He can pitch. I was kind of off the Erod train for a while. He won me over, even as a Yankees fan. So you get an Erod back. You add Garrett Richards. Let's see where the health is at. When that guy's twirling it, he's pretty gross. Trev, you can speak on that a little bit. And as Jimmy mentioned, and I think this is this is kind of going to be the kingpin of this Red Sox season, is Chris Sale Lumen. If Chris Sale is on the right path to get back June, July, uh, and he's looking like Chris Sale, one of the best pitchers in baseball when he's doing it, and these Red Sox are in the race, can J.D. Martinez turn it on? You know Bogertz is going to hit. You know Devers is going to hit. I mean, that's when this Red Sox team can get excited, and, you know, maybe Mr. Bloom can work some of his magic. So there are fun aspects of it, but they're also kind of thin at especially that second half of the lineup and potentially the rotation to start the year. 
I'm sorry. You, I have to share a story. You said Mr. Bloom. We're obviously referring to Heim Bloom, their, G, their GM. Orlando. Their new GM. No. If I had a teacher in high school named Charlie Bloom. Mr. Bloom. <laughs> Chuck Bloom. And I swear to you, one time he was writing on the chalkboard and this kid, who was like a bad kid, took a banana. and <laughs> <laughs> Okay. And just heaved it at Charlie Bloom and just... Right in the back of the neck. Oh, nanner, nanner to the neck. It was, <laughs> it unpeeled. It was so bad, man. Unpeeled? No, it was a full banana. It was just a, oh. just a banana. So did it hit and just whap, or did it like yeah, explode? Yeah, big thud. It it opened a little bit and okay. then dropped to the floor. And it okay. was, that's, that's huge. If you're a kid at home this and you want to do the same though. thing, peel it a little and throw it at the blackboard. That's funnier. Shout out. DraftKings, Mr. Any, Bloom. Anyways, Charlie Bloom shout out on Talking Baseball. Love that. But look, I'm kind of falling in love with this team as we're – I'm not falling in love. But my favorite segment that we do on these TPPs is ceiling and floor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The ceiling for them is second in the division. Yeah, it's, it is. We, haven't, we, we have not been able to say that yet. It's a possibility. It's still very unlikely. I'll say no if, on that. If it's a possibility, that means it's a ceiling. So much would have to go wrong with the Rays and Jays. Well, so much would have to go right with the Red Sox, like you're talking about. When I look at the rotation, I forgot about James, the Jays said, altogether. I so know you I don't. so no. It's, I'm. <laughs> I think they, I, I, the ceiling for me is is number two, and I'll tell you why. Okay. I'm gonna give you a reason why. Give me a reason okay. why. You like the lineup. I think everybody likes the lineup. I think they can, top they can half play with lineup. anybody. It's it's a top heavy lineup, but good enough, especially if JD Martinez can return to form. Okay. I like the lineup. You're talking about the pitchers. What have we seen go? What have we seen go on throughout the league? Okay, baseball. There are teams Everyone's that can take average pitchers and turn them into elite pitchers. We've seen it all over the place. Are the Red Sox that? I don't know, but can oh, they man. turn a guy like Garrett Richards with plus plus stuff when he's right? And get Nathan Eovaldi kind of back. And then a guy like Nick Pavetta. And I've been down on Nick Pavetta. Ooh. But I have heard many talent evaluators talk about his how high his ceiling is. So can you unlock some of these guys? And then, boom, middle of July, whenever he returns, Chris Sale comes back. And if he can be that, there's a chance that that rotation ends up being pretty damn good. That's just a lot. It's a lot, but it it's can happen. Lot. I'm I th- not as down on these Red Sox as I thought I would be. There, I think that the Red Sox are going, the players are going to have to force management's hands for them to buy in on trying to win this season. The books are almost empty, and you know that's what Bloom wants to do. He wants to get as much off so he can restart. That's why he's signing. That's why he's signing. They need pitching, Trev. That's why he's signing one-year deals, two-year deals right now, bringing in people on short term. I mean, they have the potential to get. Uh, re- Petey's going to be off the books. He retired, but they still owe him twelve million this year. Then you got Richards next year. He can be off the books. Ottavino can be off the books. They can trade Erod. Martin Perez is going to be gone. Vasquez is going to be gone. Marwin Gonzalez is going to be gone. Uh, and Dracy's money comes off the books. Erod's gone, Barnes is gone. Like there's potential for this for Bloom to have so much money to work with next year, and I still think that's what he's most excited about. So I do. If they have an amazing April, if they go like 15 and five, then I think that maybe they hope everything else clicks, like you're saying, Trev, and they can buy in. But I do think management is eyeing still money well, off the books and rebuilding a little more than they are winning. I, I- 
I understand the need pitching, but what I'm saying in my dream scenario, and that's kind of what it dream is. Dream scenario. I'm not sugarcoat it. There's a lot of things have to be right, but if the pitching overachieves, that's what's going to get them to that ceiling. And they and they have guys that have the potential to do that. Now, is it going to happen? Look, obviously, it's a you don't know. Well, here I like I like some of the guys and what they bring to the table. How about that? Here's here's what I'll say, Trev. I I think the bullpen is where you have to. Again, if you can get Sale on path, again, I, I think that's a, just a massive piece for them. What does he look like? Uh, the bullpen was a disaster last year. Matt Barnes has been solid. Adovino comes over. Um, you know, I we like Adovino in a biased way, but he also can be gross. Um, uh, Northeastern University guy, so maybe he finds it again. Does Brazier bounce back? Sawamura don't have the scouting report. Darwinson can do some gross stuff as a lefty. So if they can find a little piecemeal bullpen, you're always going to hit at Fenway. Plus, Verdugo's nasty. Bogarts is nasty. Devers is nasty. J.D. Martinez, a huge coin flip, and maybe maybe the first half kingpin of this team to dictate where they're going to be around the trading deadline. Christian Vasquez has become underrated as a ball player. Um, he he leads that team defensively, offensively. He's been very solid. I hope they bring JBJ back. Um, maybe I'll look good by the time this comes out because it seems like they're one short in the outfield. But they also have a lot of flexibility between Kike and Marwin. I mean, those are two guys, two very versatile pieces that can move around a lot. And then you see what you got in Bobby Dahlback. Uh, you see what you got in the Ice Horse Chavis. Um, cause yeah, I, right now that second half of that lineup does, doesn't do much for me. We didn't even talk about him, the ice horse. Right now they've got him projected in the minors. He's had a weird kind of go at it so far. Every time yeah. I feel like I'm watching him, he's hitting 450 foot homers, but I guess he's when good. I'm not watching him, we, it's not that good. Didn't we see him hit one? Yeah. Out of the Pittsburgh spring training facility? Over like us. Yeah. He does it against the Yanks There's too. One- there's there's one guy um I saw a tweet oh, and yeah. it was wow. a Chris Sale and this guy like comparison and I believe he was in the minor leagues with the Red Sox and Chris Sale mentioned like can't wait to work with this guy don't know who that is can we find <laughs> out who okay. it is because look these are these are the types of things you you love to talk about on a team profile and projection if you got a guy that's mirroring Chris Sale and Chris Sale can mentor him I mean that's all. That's all you need. I think it's Jim's guy, Ryan Weber. No, no, mirroring Chris Sale. Is it Tanner Hauk? Is it? Is that- so Hauk came out and maybe he's the t- he's no, a righty, a but it does come at a gross angle. So maybe that was it, and he got some big league innings. He- <sighs> Theme of this season: where where teams getting innings from, and that's got to be the Red Sox concern and. Like we've spun it in a positive way so far. If this Red Sox team gets off to a funky, funky start, I don't, I don't think there's any coming back. Because I very, I very much believe in the Yankees, Rays, and Jays. Cutter Crawford. Uh it was, it was Tanner Houck. Okay, he throws from a gross angle. He had so a nice they, start against the Yanks. Pitching Ninja flipped him to be a lefty and then overlaid it with Chris Sale, and it's like the exact same thing. So Chris Sale says he definitely showed up and did the damn thing. He wants to work with him. So, you know. Huge. Got to have guys come up if you want to compete. Got to have faith, faith, faith. Anything else we need to talk about this Red Sox team? 
the prospects. I mean, we talked about Dahlbeck. The other guys seem a year or two away. Jeter Downs was another piece in that in the Mookie trade. Connor Wong, um, Josh Winkowski. He moved around a couple times this offseason. I don't know. I got the Tanner Hawk thing up, Jake, right here. Yeah, it's very cool. Hey, Jim, and and yeah. look, this guy pitched last year, three games. Yeah. Who, Tanner? Yeah. Innings. Yeah, three games, 17 innings. He dropped dick against the Yanks. 21 strikeouts. I mean, he did it. So, look, if you're looking for a rotation help and you got these guys that could f- refine their form, but you got a young guy that's already – he's doing it. Are we a little upset that there's another pitcher named Tanner in the league and his last name is very similar to Rourke? Tanner Hawk, Tanner Rourke. It's kind of confusing. No. Both in the NL East. Both in the AL East. Names are also very different, so no. Not very different. How can Rourke? Both have Tanner, very first name. As as similar first names as you can get. We've moved on from the first name. The last name, the vowel in the middle with a K at the end. Short, one syllable. I mean, very different would be like Williamson and Rourke. You're going to love this, Jim. Yeah? Early settler name, Tanner Hout, kind of. Maybe not Tanner. But you, you like Hauk as an early settler. Didn't we just from, do this? We started, <laughs> the, episode we started the episode with that. I know, but he's from. Name. I know, I'm saying this. He's from a place called Collinsville, Illinois, like Colony. Collinsville is early settler town name. A lot of towns yeah. are early settlers because that's how they got settled. We're there. Early. This is where we're at right now. But look, I love this Boston Red Sox team, and I don't even care if we're starting the segment right now. I'm picking the over. I don't care what it is. Resign JBJ. But if JBJ wants a four-year deal, or they're not... You want like a six-year. Cool, dude. Trevor Rosenthal wanted a four-year. He signed for one. Well, he's getting one paid three years in a row, though. What it does that? That's <laughs> for another time. Um, <laughs> hey, Red Sox, you, you might think this is tongue-in-cheek. Be, uh, be good. It's good for baseball. Makes Yankees-Red Sox games more fun. Be good. Be good. All right. Mess with the Jays, actually. Yeah. Fuck them up. All right, the Max's fun stat DraftKings. for the Red Sox is among the pitchers with the most downward movement on their fastballs in 2020, the Red Sox had three pitchers in the top 10. Tanner Hawk, not Rourke. Hawk. Dylan Covey and Marcus Walden. And six in the top 25, Mike Kickham, Zach Godley, and Chris Mazza. No other team had more than two pitchers in the top 25. So... Does that tell us that some, the pitching coach in the minor league system is teaching them or loves sinkers, Trying downward movement? Trying to lose last year. They're trying to um, lose last year, so they just The sinking fastball's out. It's all about the... You're behind, bro. The sinking fastball's back now. Not yes, for the is. pitchers we just mentioned. Maybe how. Let me tell you something. It's back. Got to stay one step ahead of everyone, Jake. Come on. It's not back that. for Mike Kickham, Zach Godley, and Chris Massa. It's back for my boy. I'm. A t- am I the first guy in the Tanner Houck? I think that's how you say his name, Train. Well, his dad's a big fan, so you're going to have to step true. in okay. line behind him. I just, I mean, I'm in on this team. I'm in on him. DraftKings has the over-under at 80.5. 500 season. Over. Going under. They got to play the NL East. They got to play the AL East. And I don't think management is prioritizing a winning season over rebuilding and reshuffling and getting money off the books. I think they have the talent to go over. So I just think there's a lot of obstacles in their way. So I'm taking the under. Whoa. 
Holy smokes, Jake. You don't get to make your pick. Odorizzi and Bradley, and then I take it, but they don't have them right now, so I will pass under. They get Odo, I take the over, because yeah. I think it's right around there. Yeah. Good line by DraftKings. Good line, DraftKings. That's the Red Sox episode. Dieter Downs coming. Mr. Bloom, banana neck, under. Did Trev say he went down on Nick Pavetta mid-show? Big Dick Nick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's not true. The penis or the going down thing? I think he went down confirming not a big dick.